0: Smith and Wesson are legends in the game no matter what kind of metric you want to use, including impact on hip-hop, albums, lyrics, collaborations, longevity, innovation, and style. With their seventh album, The All, produced by Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council, which includes Crisis, Tech & Steel went down to North Carolina and came back with an incredible piece of art. In this interview, we break down the album, including how it came together, how it was written, and important influences while taking a deeper look into who Tech & Steel are, what motivates them, and how their life impacts their art. Tech and Steel, really appreciate you joining me, man, on this interview, and congrats on the all of that coming out. It's been awesome. Um, just listening to it and hearing what you guys are up to now, and I know you guys have had a few album release parties so far, and how have those gone for you?
1: Uh, release parties is amazing. Um, the love that we've been getting from the, from, I mean, we started in New York City, um, and it's our backyard, and it's been it's been received extremely well, so. You know it's a blessing, you know,
0: no doubt, and a big theme on this album, you know, and testify you you talk about your legacy and and if it's gonna be protected or rejected, you know how conscious are you guys of your legacy today
1: so we 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 man, we going on the court in this game, you know, and we still we, we still with the same family, and I think it's important to to uh to, to make note of that, you know, like hip hop, they always talk about loyalty and relationships and friendships and all of that. Um, like we, 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 we grew up off of that and we live by it. And you know, uh, hip hop aside, it's just an important, um, aspect of, 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 of growth and development. I think to respect show camaraderie, um, through, through, through our communities and, and through our uh, careers, um, and strength strength through brotherhood and bonding. It's like, man, when we talk about PNC. It's like it's not. We don't want people to think that it's about some some, some gang life. But or, or what's important is like family family uh, is one of the one of the most uh, important fraternities um, in, in, in American society. And it's a dwindling, it's a, it's a dwindling aspect, and we want to build that up. So it's definitely important to protect that, you know. So that's that's real. That's those are all those real raps too. By the way, none of that stuff is like imaginary stuff. Like people, you know, who haven't seen us in a minute. Go, where you guys been? What have you been up to? And you know, so it's like. Just to give them that, just to give them that breath back,
0: you know. You talk about the way that you know you were raised, and you know family, especially on songs like um, you know "Letter for You." Like, do you feel like your upbringing really contributed to how you look at family and loyalty today, and why you're able to still be with the same people that you came into the game with?
2: Definitely, definitely. Family is a is a major key to us. I mean, we may not talk to our brothers, sisters and big aunts on a daily basis, but we know we come from that cloth. Like we said, we just come from something different. We come from that cloth where there was no divorce in the household. And if it didn't work, we made it work to the best of our abilities, what we had to work with. And when we couldn't find that there, that's when we turned to TNC life, the street life or whatever. But, yeah, you.
1: Our past is what shaped us for the present, and is going to build on our future. Our, our first, our first equipment that um, that we bought as kids when we got our deal um, was set up by Tech's father, who is who is a who, who plays multiple instruments. Um, you know, every when he chooses to, like he's a musician by heart and by nature so it's all passed down the baton has been passed down in some form or fashion to us and we're just trying to keep the fire lit
0: you know yeah all right. no doubt and you you look at that keeping that fire lit i mean that fire has been burning for a long time and a lot of fans consider yeah. you guys to be legends but do you feel that way about yourselves
1: yeah i be in denial of that sometimes personally
0: you know. Right. We we just
2: individuals that were blessed to do this and just blessed to still be doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, a lot of people do use that word loosely, legend, iconic, and this is a classic. I mean, as an artist, you definitely want to hear those, let, those accolades when your name is spoken, but we just trying to keep building and still keep going on. We got so much more to we have yet to even be done yet,
0: right? And you know, you put out an album like the All, and I mean, you guys can tell it's a great album, and that that musically it's on point. But when fans are saying like on day one or day two right after the album comes out, like this album is a classic, are you ever skeptical of those evaluations, knowing that the album like just came out and they haven't really had time to live with it, or do you appreciate that characterization of the album?
2: It's definitely appreciated. When you hear an album that's been out for a week and you hear album of the year or you hear classic definitely going down that's, yeah, I mean as an artist, probably secretly in the bathroom in the mirror, you pat yourself on the back somewhere, job well done, because that's what you're striving for. You're not trying to put out no trash or no garbage. You want to put out a great body of work that's Tell your fans where you've been, what you've been up to, what's on your mind, what you're going through, things that these type of interviews that we doing can come up with good questions like that. So there's no, All right now, I thought these, these guys really aren't over. They're still here putting it down, talking about what you want to hear? Or oh, this has to go down is this way or that way. So when you can put out a body of work that instantly and the people recognize it, uh, it's It's definitely and a
0: humbling experience. No doubt, that's awesome. And you know the the foundation with Ninth and Crisis that was laid way back in you know the the mid two thousands when Duck Down had that resurgence Mm -hmm. with the with the three albums. You know, looking at you, Sean Threat, yep, the triple threat. I remember that. Did we did interviews for each one of those albums back on Hip Hop Game, and it was it was amazing to see. I Love the artwork. You know, remember the, how that artwork had all like coincided with each other, and um, yeah, like that was just that was a great you know a great three moments in hip hop. And you guys really made that connection with Ninth and Crisis and that whole um, you know Bucktown to North Carolina connection. So how did you guys mm-hmm. reconvene to make the all happen with Ninth and Crisis and, and the Soul Council?
1: Uh Drew Ha is is, is is a is a very integral part in our family. A lot of people always ask you what's up with Drew, what's up with what's up with Rock, what's up with OGC? Like these we, this is our family. That's not, none none of that is gonna change. We still do business with these guys, we still move around with these guys. We, we we go to football, uh Super Bowl Sunday, hang out with these cats, barbecue and so on and so forth. Um but you know, Drew Ha he knows. He knows uh, what what what's, what what I, um, what's, what's in our minds, and our minds is to create something. And we've been building with him about what would be the next thing. You know, after you come off an album with with um, Pete Rock, or you come off of a project with Beat Beatnik and Case Alarm, like what do you do? Where you Where do you go? What could be something that Smith and Weston would, would solidify Smith and Weston or will be uh, a good place to go. We had to find something. We had to create something. We we had a list of cats and, you know, knife name just was shining bright on that paper. And Drew High, I think, I think Knife might have been in town one, one weekend and Drew saw him and he's like, yo, the guy's up. You know what I'm saying? Are you ready? You want to do something? And whatever conversation they had, Drew hit us, was like, yo, yeah, I want to go down south and work with Knife. He, you know, Doors open. We, you know, we accepted the the uh, challenge. We we the special teams of the boot camp, by the way. Like we are like the navy sales of BCC. You know, what I'm saying so we got the call, and you know we accepted it, and we went down there. It, it wasn't it wasn't nothing to think about really, you know. Um, so only thing we had to really consider was what we we're going to rap about. But when we got there, and we see was received by our family. It Was you know, we knew we made the right decision, you know, So, salute to how macaroni,
0: no doubt. And what was it like in North Carolina? What was that process like as you're working with Ninth and, and what were those days like down there?
2: Oh, magic, <laughs> it, was, it was magical. It was like 12 rounds of an, an Ali and Frazier, an Ali or. Mike Tyson in his prime boxing match. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the of and in Manila.
2: Each other. exactly.
1: <laughs> it was yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Touchdown, yeah.
2: bright vibes, good times, good vibes, good people, great music. A, when you got a combination like that, it's, it's able to tell in the work that you release. Like it be an uh, album or a painting, a picture, you see it and you feel it and you, you like, wow. If I could have been a fly on the wall in one of those studio sessions, you start saying shit like that, it's like, yeah, and that's how it came off.
1: Mm, we we was fresh off a of tour. Uh tech and I was fresh off a of tour, man, and we was we was rocking out with uh with some with some with some brothers overseas and when we came back home, you know, it's like sometimes sometimes coming back home and you still got all that energy and you wanna, you know, want to put it somewhere so it was it was great for us to go down there it was i think we started in late august early september and we rocked out for about a week initially um and then that that, that week was 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 uh or every day was studio work every single solitary day was dedicated to studio work and within the studio it's all family vibes so it wasn't a stressful ego vibe you know um, so we was allowed to kind of like create freely. Mm. Um, and we got busy, man. We got busy in that time. And, and, um, we didn't want to leave. Nobody wanted us to leave. <laughs> so it was like, it was, was tear jerking. We were like, oh, y'all going already? Oh,
2: man. Oh,
1: you know what? You know what? We got to come back. You know what I'm saying? We went back for another week. Um, so all the, all the all, the, the all was recorded within... 14 days. Wow. You know, all within 14 days. It's just hard grinding. um, No, no, uh, distractions, no going to the bodega. It's just us. We got our food, we got our drinks, we got our smoke, whatever people like. And we get, to get to work. And I'm talking about like putting in 12 hours, of hard, solid work, listening to the tracks and, and going over, um, you know, different concepts and stuff like that. Until you, until your eyes, can't stay open anymore Sometimes we would leave Sometimes we would stay there But it was beautiful It was a beautiful um, Beautiful vibe And
0: and from, from what I've heard about Working with Ninth, I mean he can be very like Meticulous from what other artists Have told me in interviews And it sounds like you guys Are, are the same way So like How do you guys go back and forth Until you know you have A song The way you want it to be
1: Just like that just like that. We go back and forth until we get it right. You know, like we 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 know strangers to danger, you know what I mean? Like uh Ninth of the Jedi and um the young Jedi his 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 P&C uh crisis, you know, we 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 spend a lot of time with crisis. When Ninth wasn't there, crisis was on deck the whole way. You know what I mean? That's why you got a lot of production on, on the project right now. And we spent a lot of time with him. we we was asking questions. They was asking questions. We was giving advice. They was taking advice. There was no egos there. And we was, we was exchanging information. Um, we rocked out, you know what I mean? So it was, it was pretty much a, a smooth trip. You know, it was like a couple of hiccups here only because we, we, you know, when we start out, we kind of don't know where we want to sit at. We don't want to, you know, we want to stand out. We put a couple of joints down and, you know, but y'all ain't got to deal with that. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna hear those ever. <laughs> Them yeah. songs they don't even exist to y'all. Like, we, all got the best of the best. I got the best of the best, and 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 these guys are hands on. These guys are not. They're not uh. They're not just giving us beats and going, hey, rap to the beats, and then hey, that's a good thing. If they hear something that could be changed, they will switch it. Um, and then we got to deal with it. We had one, one, one particular song we did and we had a meeting about a beat. Um, uh, knife was like, yo, this beat is amazing. We was like, wait a minute. He wanted to remix one of the songs. And it's like, we had a meeting. We was talking to him, but like we have those type of relationships. Where we can, we can discuss these things. So everybody's in the studio together talking about what they like, what they don't like. And this is what we came up with. So I mean, we, you know, everybody is, I think everybody is pleased in the same space. It's just dope. Very rare. You
0: know. Yeah, so many artists that I've talked to, especially artists with experience, like almost prefer their own home studio and just, just send me the beat and I'll send it back to you. And while there still might be some of that collaboration over the phone or talking about a song before it's laid down, I think you definitely lose something when you're not in the studio with the person and getting that real time feedback and then going back and fixing it. Where like, if you do a song with me and I don't like the way you did something or like, we got to fix something. It might take a day for you to tell me a day for me to get the new version back to you. Mm -hmm. And then like, it's been two or three days when it could have been 15 minutes. So, so how important do you think it is that, that, even if technology makes it easier to collaborate at a distance that you do get face to face with the producers and you really work on songs together, um, in person.
2: That's to each his own, whatever works best for you. I don't
0: think it loses anything.
2: Some artists prefer to write in studio, some prefer to write at home. I don't think you lose anything because you write in outside of the studio and you may be writing on the road, depending on how your vibe is and, Where you draw your energy from, so I wouldn't say any artist stop doing if that's the way you go. And you know you're doing that wrong, or you gotta be there. No, I wouldn't say that to them. I just it's up to how they rock and how you work, and you know,
0: right.
2: And I definitely wanna try to put our way of doing something. To uh up and coming or any other artist that's out there it's, it's mm-hmm. all on you how you feel you can work best and' gonna bring out the best of you, whatever that is.
1: don't stop it just keep it going and you you're gonna come out better that take, way take it still we we we've been do we've been we've done it so many different kind of ways you know we've i mean most of the way we've done it we most of the times we've recorded albums we've been right there with the producers in the studio. You know what I mean? Grinding. So that's pretty much, you know, sometimes it's great, sometimes, you know. It could be both ways, like 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 PNC said. Well I, I think it does have a little special quality when you're when you hands on and when you're in the spot. Like one thing I noticed about uh recording out there in NC with these guys on uh, in the Jamla studios, it it was reminiscent of a D and D. You know. Um it was uh, it was comfortable, and it, it like it, there was nothing for us to do but record our raps, you know. We like in between that, we would we would go outside and we would write our rhymes, or we would the go. Thing, and take watch a on Things watching Stranger Things, no. right? We <laughs> watch what we, we, we were getting our Netflix on, you know what I'm saying? But the studio was right there because you were hearing dudes playing beats all day long, so you like you you. Constantly in this zone of creativity, you know what I mean. So you never leave from that. It's not going and coming back, you know. Um, so I mean, you know, it it, it 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 has its pluses, man. It definitely has its pluses when you're there, creating with the with the producer and 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 there. Like one thing about 90s he'll give you like su- supreme input to mm-hmm. the point where you hear like, a "Let's get it on," like. He, he literally went in the studio and was like, yo, we got to do this. Let's get it on. He's like, all right, this is that. That's what you want. we like, that's what you want to hear? He's like, yeah, I, I hear this on that track. i so like, all right, let's do that. Let's make it like that. You know, so we filled in the blanks on that one. It's like he gave us a layup. And we, and we all we had to do was put it in the bucket. You know what I mean? So it's like... Everybody hands on Everybody is working. Ain't nobody, like, even the dudes that's, you know, the, the, even, like, Rhapsody is in the next room. Like, she's like, this ain't my album, but this is my little bro, my big bros, or whatever the case may be. And everybody is coming through, and, and that energy that, that we're getting from all the parties involved is is definitely uh, uplifting and getting us in the space. Right? Like, like that D&D vibe, like that stunning vibe.
0: You know what I mean? That that sounds incredible. Did you guys bring rhymes with you to North Carolina? Or was everything that you guys wrote, did you guys write in the studio? Once everything
1: fresh, man. We we came here with a new, we, built, we both came with new books. Mm. Everything was written in pads, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, not pads. Everything was written in uh, composition notebooks. I had a composition notebook. Tech had a composition notebook. And we would switch notebooks. Um, and we, we, um, uh, we make sure that, you know, them notebooks don't get tampered with, Some <laughs> them things them, we ain't had to buy no extra notebooks, we just blew through it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing was, we wasn't bringing no refurbished rhymes. Like we, you know, um, I think one time I ain't gonna lie. One time I tried to refurb a rhyme that I ain't, that I ain't used, And, uh, that song ain't make the album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Leaning to say. You know what I mean, but everything that we got, everything that you hear, every all of those is fresh from, from 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 front to back, top to bottom, everything, man. And oh, those were the moves that we we projected. We would we would sit, we would go have breakfast, we would discuss certain things. We kind of knew what tracks we was going to get, and if we didn't know what kind of tracks, we was discussing concepts um, that we was going uh, to. What, what what do we need to talk about? Certain things like that. So when we get to the spot, we vibe out you see that what approach you're going to take but that's all pad work right there baby that's all ink ink to the ink to the past, all <laughs> murder she you wrote right thank you
0: that sounds incredible so how do you guys write together like what's that writing process like for you guys
2: <laughs> oh man that's if I we tell you been, we been it so long, right? <laughs> we've been at it so long right we've been at it so long like you said, if I tell you, I gotta kill you.
0: <laughs> we got
1: all kind of different ways we write, man. We we write all kind of different ways. Like it's, it's, it's no, it's like how, how Dirt McGirt says, no father to our style. Mm. You no, know? um, one of one of the styles I like that we use. Sometimes we we'll use one pad. We use one tape, piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? And take a write a couple of bars, and I he'll you know, pass me the pad, and I will write a couple of bars, and He'll write a couple of bars. We'll just we'll just pass the pad. You know what I'm saying? That's what we should call it. Pass the pad. I, I
0: think that's a song right there. Ooh. I think we got something. That is that is, that,
1: that might that might you might be on or something. <laughs> that's how we did. That's how we did a lot of uh you know a lot of a lot of joints. We just we we'll have like one sheet of paper and we'll just you know that's how we did um the, the Mary J Blas remix. We had one sheet of paper and we wrote. You know, we would write our rhymes. I'm to write two bars, and I'll write two bars, and he'll write two or three or two and a half, and we'll split that and bust that up, and then we'll start getting funky and intricate on the other stuff. It's like we didn't even know we was going to do it like that, but, you know, it's great to have a partner.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. 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 But well, we got wild different formulas, man. We got wild different formulas three, three, 12-12s, 12, 12, four, four. You know what I'm saying? Like we like to switch it up and and, and, and use the fact that we are a group, which which uh, which solo artists cannot do. Um, um, you know, artists and group group artists they try to do it, but like for us, we can we can actually um, take advantage of the fact that we are a, a duo. Um, Probably one of the last of the Mohegans that can actually switch in and out and do stuff like that, you know what I mean? So we play with it.
0: No doubt, that's awesome. And, you know, you look at, uh, you know, looking at the all, you know, looking at a song like Dreamland, where you're really guys, you're reminiscing on your history and who affected you in Letter to You. Um, You're speaking openly about, you know, family and, um, you know, people who have passed. Um, I feel like a big part of this album, like a big theme overall, is is this this big idea of loss and, and how to deal and, and grapple with loss. Um, do you feel like that's just a reflection of what you guys have been dealing with over the past few years?
1: Everybody deals with loss.
0: Right. It comes in waves, and, though, sometimes, and, and one... I feel. Sometimes it's worse. Sometimes different time periods might be worse than others.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Well, when we when we did that particular song, we we approached it like we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna look at our loss like a loss. You know, we're gonna look at our loss like a game. We're gonna look at our loss like it. The things that we lost taught us to be stronger. You know, it built our confidence and the things that we got to do to move forward. It allowed us uh, uh, some type of strength to move forward. So that's why we approach that, you know, we start really miss grandma, she made the best cakes. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. Like, like, these people have so much influence on our lives. Like, it's it's that we miss them, you know, but they are our strength at the same time. So it pushes us too. So we want to build in that regard. We don't look at, like, people die every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, people have so much, like, it's crazy when you listen to hip hop because sometimes it's it's, it's difficult not to become desensitized to what, what happens, you know, especially the black and Latino youth out here, but not to be so political by like, yo, it happens to um, um, Latino and, and it happened to Jewish and Italian youth as well. It happens to um, uh, people from all walks of life, you know, and you don't know that because we don't talk about it. But we all know how to remember, you know? So what you remember about your granny or, or your uncle, or, you know? You remember when you used to laugh, he used to tell you jokes, and he was like this crazy, you had the crazy uncle at the barbecue, like, you know what I mean? like. And these guys or these people are the ones that inspired us to just kind of be better, better, like, adults. So in, in our maturity, in some kind of wacky way, we, like, we are still we're here. You know, in, in our dysfunctional way, but it's still beautiful. You know. So we wanted to paint that paint that picture and let people know like, you know, it's it's cool. You know what I'm saying? We can relate to that and I'm sure, you know, it's um you still have that there, but it's I right to express it and it's I right to continue on and move forward. You know. Sadly.
0: You know I that's what I felt too. I felt like that that's something that like you were saying earlier like everybody deals with loss and so I mean I think you made something that you know everyone can take something from it whether they're remembering their own family yeah. members or or you know what I mean like it definitely has that quality where it's like you know people can definitely take something from that song.
1: Yeah, we got we got songs on our previous albums like Gangster Prayer mm-hmm. and you know uh, prayers to the loved ones and stuff like that, and it's like, all right, these these songs are, you know, powerful songs, but they're but they're basically tributing um, one uh, one that was lost in that in that from that vantage point, and but then you get the other version where it's like, all right, like how do we how do we how do we celebrate their lives? You know, like this is like make this into a monument. Let's make this into like. Um, like a, a celebratory version of their lives and knows um, uh, and, and to come, you know what I mean? So make the connection, connect the dots.
0: Right. You know, and, and looking at that too, you know, spirituality plays a huge part in your albums. I mean, you look at song titles, you look at like, you know, just how you're talking about praying and or you look at testify in the imagery of a church. Um, even the song title "Testify." You know how important is it for you guys to to put forth that spirituality in your music um, and and make that really a conscious decision.
2: It's very important for us because that's what we deal with. But, um, we come from that, so we have to let it know. We're not telling, we're not preaching to you or telling you you have to believe in God or Allah. Or- Jehovah, or either of the above, but we that's how we live our lives. We believe in the higher power, and it's like you have to give the message in the best way that you think they'll accept it. And for us, we can put it through our music, so it, it, it plays a major part in our day to day lives.
0: Yeah, and then you know, switching gears, you look at a song like Illusions where. You know, you really are talking about your experiences and what you've learned, and making sure that the younger generation doesn't necessarily make the same um, mistakes that you guys have seen people make or that you might have made yourselves. You know, how important is it for you to really look back at the younger generation and, you know, share that knowledge and share that game with them?
2: Each one teach one, man. We we can't let them get lost like for. Second, for a moment, the way we was lost, because nobody taught us, and so we had to learn on our own, hands-on. But being that now we're the elder, we got to reach back and show them a better way or a different way of doing what we learned from our mistakes. I was like, why not? You're supposed to pay it forward and pass the knowledge on. That's how you, you procreate and keep the, the culture and, and the divine wisdom flowing. You have to uplift them and show them, look, man, I tried it that way that you are thinking about, it don't work. Yeah, you might get a quick buck or get some chicks or last for a little while, but I I'm, I'm trying to show you the that life is a marathon, not a race. So you, you're gonna run yourself breathless going that route. But this way which is smarter and it's longevity. So you, you like I said before, you have to put them in and talk to them in a way that they dig where you coming from without sounding like a preacher or without sounding like a police or a warden or someone that they don't want to listen to, it's it's someone that they can relate to. Right. Yeah.
0: And a lot of people say, oh, kids just don't listen. Um, Talking to kids is like talking to a brick wall. I mean, a lot of people have this perception. Grown
1: people don't listen.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) to adults is like, yo, what? What is your
1: issue,
0: yeah, because anyway. I mean I feel like i feel like I feel like the youth are constantly underestimated, um, but I also kind of have an unfair perspective because I was, you know a t- as a teacher, I see something different in kids than a lot of people might see, you know, being in the classroom
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but do you mm-hmm. feel like kids are like receptive to what you're um to what you're talking about and that, and that kids are open to this advice and and this guidance? I
1: think so. I think so. Um uh I mean, I think when we started listening to hip hop, we probably was around 12, 13, 14, something like that. Um and and we watched hip hop grow. Um and from watching hip hop grow, we we we've, we've seen uh decades of change. You know? Um the kids that started now of course it's time for them to, to, to witness these different things, but I think that they have the same uh curiosity that we have when we started. They wanna find out where, where what's the origin of this? What is this what is this? What is this thing? Like what is it about? What does it bring? What is it what is it what does it do for people? And there are some that's gonna to gravitate to some aspects of it uh the money aspects the getting money the rich aspects. then it's going to be some that's going to gravitate to the to the bohemian aspects or the more cultural versions of like just communicating and just um just listening to the music and the vibe and uh, the dance and so on and so forth so i think hip-hop has grown um dramatically where it enables uh the kids now to, to pick where they want to sit at whereas before we just had one view you know, and um, then it grew to two views. It grew to a East Coast, West Coast view, and then it grew to a Midwest, Down South. You know what I mean? Now, mm-hmm. as you know, you got guys in overseas, and you got all these. Hip hop is so it's just growing, man. It's, it's growing. It's growing. Um, uh, I would say I don't want to say like a cancer, but <laughs> it's kind of like. You know, it's, it's out of our control. Who who can say it's supposed to be one thing? Like, who can say it's supposed to be boom bap, or supposed to be underground, or supposed to be, It's supposed to be an expression of free thought and free thinkers. You know, and I think that yeah, these kids definitely are on point right now. You know what I mean? And, um, we just came off tour, and, and I think the youngest kid we probably performed in front of was like probably like eight. You know, the youngest one that we spoke to probably was, like, 15, 16 years old. You know, like, these kids are definitely, they're definitely on point right now. And I think the older generation need to kind of, like, uh, yeah, kind of, like, give it a little credit. You know what I mean? Give it a lot of
0: credit, actually, you know? Yeah. No doubt. And when you guys look Builder at... Build brick. De- definitely. You know... When you look at this album and, and the themes that you're talking about and, and the lessons you're given, do you feel like this is an album that could only be made when you're at like when you've gone through what you've gone through in life, and that this is something that you wouldn't have been able to make in your 20s? That's
1: a great question. <laughs> then, I think
2: you just have one. to experience something in life. It don't matter what age you are. Kids get spanked at the youngest of age. You don't have to be an old man to have wisdom and knowledge yourself. You just have to go through some things. That's about, and you can talk to talk. Once I you out here living that street life, you could be 16, 17, but you done mm-hmm. seen some things and you went through some experiences and I'm pretty sure it helped, made you tougher, or shaped you to a better person or a different way. You passed that knowledge on. So I don't, it's, it's it's just up to you how you want to put it out there. Yeah, I don't think you have to be no certain
1: age for se. And you got to keep in mind, like this is this is a different time. It's hard to tell with with guys like us because, you know, we have been around for some time, so we have different aspects that people are checking about us. You know, we came out uh, over two decades ago, so they like, all right, they checking to make sure our bars is correct. Mm-hmm. checking to make sure the concept is correct they checking to make sure we don't look like dudes that's coming out on canes and wheelchairs and stuff like that you know what I mean so we but we also active in our communities you know what I mean we kick it with the younger generation so we don't have that that this 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 wow gap you know what I mean right. um so yeah, people check for that you know what I'm saying so it's for us it's like we're looking at the times as well we came into a time where if you look at the gap that uh, people are, who are fans of hip hop who they they're looking for something right now, you know we happen to have we happen to fall into that to that gap and, and and come with some of the
0: substance. So it's a blessing. And you have those expectations around you because of of your history and and how many quality projects right. you've been a part of, whether it's your albums or albums you've, you know, boot camp or that you've, that you've been guests on. So you talk about and testify how fans want you to take them back to the shine. And do you, how much do you get that in terms of like the expectation of like, Hey man, like how about a shine in two or like, you know, take it back to, to, to the nineties. Like how much does that happen to you guys on a regular basis? Oh
1: goodness.
2: man, no, that.
0: That's three times a day, every
2: day. Oh, man.
0: That's insane.
2: Yeah. It ain't telling you yeah, yeah, I, uh, in the studio. That's basically how it's going down. We'll make another one of these. Make another. Nah, you want that? You go listen to that, then. This is where we're making
1: now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's good, man, that we can do this project, though, because. Yeah, I mean, this album number seven for us. I mean, we count, we count, we count, we count every physical release as an album, you know. So this is number seven for us. This is this is God degree. This is the food. So you know, like you can't repeat one. You can't repeat the one. Just add on to it or subtract from it. So.
0: And, and everything and I'm hearing. We'll see is- what happens. Because everything I'm hearing from what you guys are saying, it doesn't sound like you guys are slowing down at all either.
1: Nah, <laughs> nah, no. Nah. Grind oh. don't stop.
2: Grind don't stop.
1: <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. It's, man, as long as there's opportunities out there, like we love music, we love to create, you know. And I mean, we have people that look up to us, and um, this, this thing that we haven't done yet. You know, still places that we want to conquer, and, you know, people that we want to see, things that we want, people we want to record with. Um, and we got, we just got a lot of work to do. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah cause I, so I,
1: hopefully gonna I, be the platform for that.
0: I hope so, and you know, I, I feel like this leads in perfectly to one of my favorite lines off the album. You know, walk the crossroads, exploring my limitations off Illusions. Have you guys found yeah. your limitations yet? I mean, that's such a deep line. I feel like you can you can say so much about that, but you know, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I I think I should just get out of your way and let you guys talk.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, Jack, so you want to build on that? Have we
2: find our limitations, not at all. Not at all Still going Yeah
1: It's it's, Man Every day we, we, we deal with this man Every day we deal with this Like I mean as we get older You know we've lost a lot of people On this road You know And still questions that we might have On a personal level On a spiritual level um, on a social level and we can't look at this, 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 uh, this trial through or this trail through, um, to a, to a know My personal travels, it's been tough. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, my addictions is crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, we, we, we do a lot, you know, that people don't, they don't, they don't know. All they know is, is what they see on the screen, what they see on the, on the cover, what they see in the video. And, and and a lot of rappers, a lot of artists and um entertainers alike, they get a chance, they get one chance to kinda express themselves or show themselves uh to, to the to their loved ones, which is they which are their fans. And I hope that this, this album does that for people. You know, like we don't we don't wanna come out there and talk about how dope our raps are and how much weed we smoke and how many people we beat up or how many people hate us and how many chicks we, you know, get down with and stuff like that. Like, we just want to have a, a, a organic discourse, a, a organic conversation or, or expression with the people who we've been sharing this whole thing with the whole time, you know? So not to get into the details of personal stuff. Everybody listen to this, going to go up into their mind and they going to go, yeah, I know what you were saying, homeboy homegirl i feel you you know what i mean like yeah whew, i know what you meant when you said that you know so we just get into the nitty-gritty with this one right here yeah. you know what i mean and, and the soul council just really kind of gave us a really dope backdrop to get to it you know
0: what we had to the offer they definitely did And you, you guys talk about downsizing you know you're just people around you you know quality over quantity as you say on um miseducation um Yes you know what's that process been like and how do you how do you really determine that kind of loyalty and when, when it's time to make a move versus you know knowing this person is 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 loyal you can trust them and really um, have that relationship versus like it's time to go
1: decisions hard decisions is hard man hard decisions are hard and and, and i mean we we both come from families you know we both was raised with our mothers and fathers. You know what I'm saying? So, regardless of, uh, what type of what type of household that was, we know what that means. You know, a lot of kids that's being raised right now are raised with our fathers or raised with our mothers, you know. And it's hard to have a conversation with a person who doesn't know what it means to have a family. So they all they're gonna gravitate to something different. So we gotta be able to do use a different version of, of, of communication. Like we gotta share where, where we come from. And hopefully that will open a open a open a young child's mind and go, all right, maybe the maybe I won't lean on my own understanding. You know, this it's brutal out there, man. It's hardcore. It's hardcore out there, man. It's not just um it's not just through the scope of a of a rap lens for these people out here that's listening to the music or that's involved with the music. You see what's going on with the young boy, 21 Savage. Like they trying to get him up out the country. You know, it's a lot of things that's going on. Like, now we gotta be, we gotta be cognizant of, of our surroundings. You know, and tech and steel like, man, we out here in the world, 10 toes down and, and blessed enough to be able to communicate with people. We're not like these super politicians and nothing like that, but we do know the community. You know, we do know grandma, we do know auntie, we do know uncle, and what we're trying to do is is, is kind of keep a link between each other, Like right? So whatever goes down, we can still have some type of communication, we won't be lost on the other side of the fence, where we all dispersed at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I don't know if that answers your question, but that's what it is, you know.
0: It no, it makes it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I think it's so important you know like to stay with you know within that community and and not lose that touch because i mean then you really know what is the issues that you need to speak to
1: dude i'm from brownsville tech is from tech is from Best style like the he he's from lafayette you know what i mean it was people was getting murdered in my hood He was getting murdered in his hood. Like, we we walked the blocks before all the gentrification, before the nice buildings and all the nice clubs and all that stuff. Starbucks. As little kids, we walked around these areas, and we survived through these things, the crack era. We survived through the crack era. You know, we survived the dope era, you know? And and, and we can have these conversations with kids who probably going, yo, wait a minute, the crack era is back or the dope era is back. It's called... um, um, meth or it's called uh, ecstasy or it's called Molly or it's, called, you know what I mean? It's still the same. We're still dealing with a drug that'll take, that that takes the lives from families. You know, if that's what it is, the drug is popular, uh, the drug of popular choice at that point, Like, right, How can we have this conversation? When I say my cousin, my cousin popped out in the tub. That was the dope phase, right? That cocaine, had, we could be all paid. You know what I mean? We done seen done things. I won't say no name. I saw crack for like two weeks. That shit was horrible. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Who, how do you do this? Like, oh no. This ain't for me. No way. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what I mean? And then, and then, you know, I see family members that succumb to certain things. So it's like, oh man, for a person to do that, I don't think that, like, some people enjoyed it, some people had to just had to grin and bear it. You know what I mean? And you can't tell a young kid today, like, yo, pump that pump that mess. Yo, pump that molly. Yo, world. That's, that's what it is. Like, you're going to, like, nah, we're going to see death in somebody's eyes. You ever look in somebody's eyes as they take money and go, yo, or they give money? Like, come on, man. Where your soul at? Yeah,
0: well said. That's crazy. I,
1: the, the, well said. The- Man I, Pardon me I, I got way too emotional just <laughs> Dude that was Dude, I was dead <laughs> I'm thinking about Triple fat lovers <laughs> You know what I'm <laughs> saying Like yo You kidding me My, 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 my cousin my, my cousin Pops A.K.A. my uncle That's real talk He OD'd off of that shit And he died In the fucking bathtub You know what I'm saying So you gotta how you going to explain that to your kids, your new kids? How you going to explain that to you? You know what I mean? Like the men, the, a lot of men and a lot of men in my family uh, died. You know, uh, my father, um, you know, he died at fifty. You know what I'm saying? I'm 45, so I got five years. It's a countdown for me. I'm like, yo, if I don't get real right now, if I don't get in touch with, with life right now, like what we going to do we going to tap out we going to cash in at what we what we dealing with you know what i'm saying um our, our, one of our pnc's rambo he ain't make it to 25 uh man neither uh Tupac nor Biggie right you know these guys is like at the prime, man like how could you not be in touch with the creator has some, at, at, at some. Realm. What, what, what? What Ali said when he, when he won the title, he's like, man, like, I'm, I'm, i just been after this is just getting in touch with my creator. You know, I'm the champion of the, of the world, heavyweight. So right now, tech is still like, you know. We heavyweights, man. Like we got respect, and we give respect. We don't. We don't got no drama with nobody in the industry, because we never set no drama up with nobody in the industry. Any drama we got, we deal with that on the on the level where drama is dealt with.
0: Mm.
1: You know. Well, we got we got enough. We got enough uh, love and respect. Gave enough love respect where people well, throughout the industry give it to us, man. So it, it's 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 an amazing time for us to be here and have some some dope conversation. You know what I mean, and we just gonna make a bunch of videos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gonna be in Miami, we gonna be in Connecticut, we gonna be in overseas somewhere doing some stuff. We gonna we gonna man, Miami we just ride. Well. Yeah, we gonna just kind of we gonna we gonna we gonna ride it all the way out, man, and, and and give it back. You know, give it back 360. or and see y'all in 2020. We gonna see how we gonna rock out in 2020. Yeah,
0: no, that. The... Uh, The videos have been incredible, too. I've loved the fact that you guys are doing so much visuals for the project. give thanks. um, And so, you know, the the other thing I love about the album, too, I mean, in multiple parts, you look at Miseducation, you look at Testify, you guys are remembering Sean Price, and I just think that's so important um, because, you know, just what he meant to... um, you know, music to, to so many people who like his friendship was, was, you know, so important and, um, you know, his family and just, just who he was as a person, as, as an artist. Um, I just think that's so important to keep on remembering him and, and, and having him live on through the music.
1: Yeah. Sean is the best, man. Sean is the best. That's, 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 that's one of the most beautiful people you ever meet in your life, man. Man, Sean Sean is Sean is the Richard Pryor of the boot camp clip, man. You know what I'm saying <laughs> you, you got a guy who who can make you laugh at pain. Come on. That's an amazing person right there, man. Word. Sure you know, nice. Yeah, that's that's everything, man. We going we going forever. We going forever rep that flag, ever for you know, you know. And, and 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 you know, uh people they know what time it is, man. Like you know, they. Like, you, you, you think that you think that the fans don't know what's going on in the industry, but they do. They know more than we do sometimes. And somebody you. like that come come, like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: jumping in and out. Oh.
1: Yeah, so, in and out. Somebody like that come across, it's only right that you keep, you know, keep keep the legacy alive. You know what I'm saying? And that's our brother, so. That's what I, that goes without saying.
0: And he touched so many different lives in so many different ways. It's like everyone who I've talked to about about Sean and just what they remember about him, it's like a completely different memory or just like a way that like his humor touched them, or like in a, mm-hmm. like, I mean, from, from everybody, you know, like Poison Pen, Master Ace," like the list just goes mm-hmm. on, you know, but anyone who came in contact with Sean has an amazing story.
1: Sean is an amazing person, and if you ever met him, you gonna have you gonna have a story to tell with that guy. That's a fact.
0: I I can remember you know? um, we, we we would Skype uh, way back when when his daughter was born because my son was born around the same time, and his daughter is a little older, so he was giving me parenting <laughs> advice and like I remember one thing <laughs> he told me <laughs> exactly
1: that, that sounds like.
0: That's sound like this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> he he, he, he That's was... the same thing static. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the thing I still use to this day, which I, I never forgot, and it was just like, you know, and, and we were just having a regular conversation, um, and he was like, you know, whenever your kids fall down, don't overreact. If you act like they're hurt and, and you, like, jump up and you're like, oh, my God, are you okay? They're just going to cry and cry. He's like, if they get hurt – just treat them regular and they're gonna be fine. <laughs> it's like to this day, I still use that piece of advice that he gave me.
1: <laughs> Yo, it works, man. It definitely works. It definitely works, man. Like, oh man, that's, that's Jim. Jim's from the Jim's from the big homie, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, nah, that's a fact. That's a fact, right there. What? Yeah. Uh, Extend strong on your own too baby
0: yeah and you know looking at you know you guys talked about uh on social media i think i think tech it was you talking to uh, to your mom about the 92 honda accord days and driving that honda accord around um what are your guys favorite memories from those days um when you had to get a honda, you had to borrow the honda accord to make moves oh well, that was, that's the yeah. uh,
2: Actually, to still's mother when he brought her on stage, but she definitely, was, she definitely is all of our mothers. <laughs> so, so those were the, the days when we had nothing but each other, for real, for real. It wasn't, no, he got a car, he got a car, he got a car. It was like, oh, Mom, do you take I here borrow the car real quick and make a run and... So it, it was—we were still asking for permission to even move around in the streets, like with the car. Other than that, it was the best way you can. Or the iron horse until we became of age and was able to maneuver a little better. But nah, those those were, those were great days. You know, that's when that's the premises behind session at the Dome really. You, you, you get it from, from the shadow to the old.
1: Oh. Yo, i tell you one thing. Mom, Deuce ain't no everything about that, so we can't talk about all of that
0: stuff right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she just thought we was going from here to there. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I,
0: I won't say anything. <laughs>
1: When so, you little that, that that when you little, a Hyundai is like a, a minivan. You, know what <laughs> I mean? you be putting every everybody get in that. Yo, come on, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, next question.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> looking at looking at like ending ending where we started, you know, looking at the all and the education of Smith and Weston, you said um you guys said, you know, just enjoying the view from this altitude. So metaphorically figuratively literally you know i gotta ask you guys like what is your view right now like what are you guys seeing
1: metaphorically literally uh socially spiritually um it's a um it's 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 a few vantage points you know it's like it's a pivotal point for us, um, where we get to see things for what they are, um, not as young kids that's getting the uh, the wool pulled over our eyes by the industry. So we're looking straight forward with the industry, and we also looking above. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta hover vantage point where we're not uh, have expectations of what should this do or this do. So when we create this album, we're not going yo. When you hear this, yeah, it's going to change, then that's going to change, and that's going to change. Like, we're going to, like, we have, uh, our acceptance have allowed us to kind of float, you know, if that makes sense, on a magic carpet vantage point. So, as we look as we look forward, we look ahead, you know, our peripherals are solidified, and we elevate it above the BS. You know, so... That's, that's, you know, that's my, that's my kind of like, you know, my, how I look at it. My, my personal uh, agorism when I think about that, that line. Mm. Looking through the clouds, baby. Looking through the, looking at the, looking at the, looking at the projects from the, from the airplane. It looks like the inside of a radio. When you break a radio open and you see the, <laughs> you see, like the, 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 <laughs> transition. Yeah, the, you the, transition. <laughs> the, Lord. when I was a little kid, we used to break that's stuff. Right. So you see that? was like, yo, that's how the projects look, yo. Word. It's just a system of stuff. things, a network of things. Like, wow, it's how the world looks to us. Yeah. I like that.
0: That's Get to see things
1: yeah. differently. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are all
0: <laughs> so I love the merch packages you guys got the coffee mugs, um the bomber jackets stand yes. out like the patches like you the the incredible amount of detail on those jackets. I mean, I feel like that's something any Smith and western fan really needs to have
1: yes, the jacket was 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 uh created uh well that's our design um we worked with uh one of our brothers, um Abdullah. XL who who, who who runs um ishalah Ishala clothing line um yeah that's one of our good brothers man he's also in the stuff um video um, um, he's, he blessed us on a lot of stuff you might see us wearing certain clothes in, that's, in that's the video yeah, at the opening of the video you
2: see that who cares
1: mm-hmm. the jacket Ishalak clothing right. So when you see when you see the all oh, that's that's uh, the uh the you know, those the the types, the letters. Like we built we built with the professionals. We we went to Kamas, we speak to the Ema, we was talking to the like we had to make sure everything was right and official, we wasn't violating no 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 codes, you know what I'm saying? So like big up to my man Philip Shung Moy Tuk we call him Shung P, you know what I mean, from 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 um from the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Combine, uh, Sundre. Um he's done some work with us with Monumental Project, but he, he he he's the guy that you see that's that, that created this, this, this crazy version of like this this one and a two. You know, like well, our faces is separate, but it's supposed to be like one. It's like a play on like you just messes with your brain. You know what I mean? Um when we talk about duality. Uh and we also gotta give credit to to um um uh, two two other people. Um the photographer. One is what's what's her name? In Jersey? The, the high side, um Yeah. I, it's not, I, damn. Acatola. Acatola. Yes, my bad shit. Akintola, that's one of our good brothers that did uh some of the footage in there and the other um the other brother that did the main footage. What's his name? Photo by Rob, Rob
2: Photo Ray? Rob. Rob, yes. Photo Rob? Yes, yes.
1: Photo Rob.
2: Yes. good yes. work. fan
1: the yes. handle on the IV. He does yeah. awesome work. He does All does awesome
2: work. you can get at smithandwesson or yeah. shopduckdown dot com, or just pop
1: up at the live shows, baby. We got you. Yeah, but don't come looking for that the Shining hoodie. That's a wrap. That was that oh, was yeah, that, uh. That, that, that was a yeah. time capsule with my brother Stevie Williams and D G K. So yeah, pick up the yeah, dirty ghetto kids. But um, you know. In 2020, you don't know. We might revisit some of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, smithandwesson.com. Shop shop at duckdown.com. And, yeah, go get them packages. Get your mugs now, man. Get your cocoa mugs. (laughs) Word.